Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the best wrestling podcast around. Hosted by Brady and Danielle. The Human. From Brooklyn to your living room, it's the best podcast to listen to. More than even afternoon, here, clever blind girl and a Jew. Talk about wrestling, they do it 24-7. Cause they love to speak on it every week, that's why they are best friends. And they're back once again for some wrestling talk. So sit back, relax, it's time for Hillmarks. They're not just smart, they're Hillmarks. They're not just smart, they're Hillmarks. Gentlemen, fans, and friends, we are back once again. I am the custodian of charisma, the ophthalmologist of optimism. I am the hyperactive heel and your messiah of mischief. And with me, as always, she is the sultan of sarcasm, the sorceress of sass. She is the blonde ball buster, and she is the quarantine cutie. She is Danielle. I am together. We are the heel marks. Danielle, say what up to the people. What up to the people. Danielle, hey, hallelujah, then holla back. Hallelujah, then holla back? Yeah, it's part of a song. Say hallelujah. Say holla back. Hallelujah. Holla back. Oh, I like it. It's by a guy named John Brown from the White Rapper Show. Oh, thanks. Danielle. Oh, yes. Inquiring minds want to know. Yes. Other than popcorn, what's your favorite snack to have during a movie? Raisinets. Uh, You put them in the popcorn? No. What? No. You just... You just have raisinets on their own yeah. while you but you'll also have popcorn and, and sometimes resist, I have popcorn. But you'll resist the urge to combine the two? Yeah. That seems strenuous. Yeah. Why? One per so what I like to do is when I go to the movie theater normally is I bring a cup. I bring plastic cups so then when I get the popcorn I can scoop it and I hand it out to everyone so they don't have to stick their hands in the in the popcorn. Such a good mom. <laughs> I do. That's such a good I went on mom like I went on like a date with someone and his like fr- I guess it was a I don't know. And we went to the movies and we were with two of his friends and they bought popcorn. I was like, "Hold on." And I like went in my bag and pulled out the cups and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "It's so you don't have to keep reaching over during the movie. You just scoop it and now you have your own individual popcorn." No, it's, it's fucking genius. I love I love uh David Otunga posted an Instagram video um he, they were having popcorn watching the movies and he has a whole ass glove 
Um, and he also has spray on butter with him. So he sprays on the butter. Oh, and then he doesn't want his hands to be all buttery. So he has a glove Genius. specifically for popcorn. Right. Genius. And the woman, the woman, I, I think it's a sister, family member, friend. The woman who's recording him is like judging him. You can tell yeah. the judgment is there. And I, I, in that moment, I wanted to jump in there and just give the man a slow clap. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely genius. It's right. okay. I, yeah, I hate when you do something that's like so genius. You deserve your flowers. You deserve an round of applause. You deserve some acknowledgement. And somebody's going to hate on you simply because they've never met anyone who's done it before. Right. I'm I'm not okay with that. I have a funny story about popcorn, too. So we used to, me and my friend Jen used to sneak cheddar popcorn into the movie theater because who wants to pay for that popcorn? And we went to go see Gravity with Sandra Bullock. And there was a scene where it was dead silent. And Jan just went to re-pour the popcorn into her cup. And you just hear it go, and it makes this loud noise. And we all just froze. And we were like, oh, my God, where are those people in the movie theater rustling? Because I hate when people are, like, rustling. It's like, dude, just open your bag. Just do it. Or, like, wait for an action scene and then open it. Like, ah, uh, I need to make a podcast about, like, proper movie theater etiquette because people do not have proper movie theater etiquette. I think, you know, you, there's, I think it was Carson Palmer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Carson Palmer who had a younger brother who was also an NFL quarterback, but he was more of, like, a backup. Um, are you going to tell me, are you going to tell me about the app that I have on my phone? Run P? You yep. have Run P? Of course I do. <laughs> It's 100% Carson Palmer's little brother. He has a run-to-P app that I use all the time. Well, as soon as you said that, I was like thinking, I was like, well, really, Run-P is better for, like, all things. Like, if you're trying to open up a snack, all right, well, wait till something not important about that. So, people don't, if people don't know, tell them what it is, Brady. Okay, so Carson Palmer's younger brother uh, made an app called Run-P, right? Right. And Run P tells you basically without giving you spoilers what the best times in a movie would be to go run, take a pee, run to the concession stand. How long, how long that your pee break can be. It'll be like, well, and it tells you like what's happening. It will be like if you're watching Avengers, it will be like Doctor Strange says, so what do we do now? And you know that's your cue to go to the bathroom. I use it because it tells you if there's after scene credits. Uh, and that way I don't have to look it up and then I know. But yeah, it's it's genius. I used that app one time. I went to like a like Wolf of Wall Street is like a three plus hour movie. So like you need to know when you can run to the bathroom. Right. Yeah, I have it. I've been using it for years. I watched it on uh, Hard Knocks. Hard yeah. Knocks, they talked about that's it. How I found that that's about how it I they found were, out about it. Yeah. That's another situation where they were kind of laughing at the app idea and laughing that he has an app called Run P when I'm like, that's fucking genius. But I think I think he has the app because it's either him or his friend like have bladder problems and they always run out during movies to go to the bathroom. And right. what's cool about the app too is it will tell you what you missed. So if you run to the bathroom, you can click on it and it'll be like, this is what you missed while you were using the bathroom, which I think is fucking genius. This week's episode of Heel Marks, even <laughs> though they don't know it, is brought to you by <laughs> Run P. Yep. <laughs> you download it today. It's so fucking great. I love it. I absolutely love it. I use it all the time. It's one of my favorite apps. Uh, what is what is your favorite? Um, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I get the Sour Patch Kids or the Airheads. They're like the rainbow air sugary. Airpads are the small ones. Right. Those are yummy. 
Because, you know, butter, uh, I'm sorry, not butter. Popcorn goes without saying. Uh, popcorn's my number one movie snack. I, Usually, I need yeah. the jumbo. I need the jumbo bowl. Um, but something nice and sugary, like a nice yeah. sugary peanut, Sour Patch. Peanut M&Ms there. are up there, too. I get oh, those peanut sometimes. Peanut M&Ms are solid. But once again, with Raisinets and Peanut M&Ms, I'm not going to be able to resist the urge to just dump them in the popcorn. Nah, I don't dump them in. real messy with it. Nah, because I'll be like eating the popcorn and then I like stop for a minute and I'm like, okay, something sweet now. I'm also a big yeah, fan. Big fan of the pretzels with cheese, but popcorn, popcorn and a good candy are the good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, what's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to another edition of Heel Marks. Once again, brought to you by Run P. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's so funny because I need to download that. I've, I always thought it was hilarious and thought it was. Yeah, unique, I have it. I actually downloaded it. I've never actually oh, used yeah. it. That's right here. Look. I didn't even know if it was still going. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that it's still up. Out. Oh, you can't see me. I can't actually see. It's disappearing. Oh, there it is. I see it. And they and they also like rate the movie too. Like they'll tell you if the movie's good or not. See, I don't want that. I I don't want you to yeah, tell me. I, legit, I I legit like the Empty Man. I'll go and it will just be like, they'll be like, there isn't anything extra. So now I know there's nothing. It says there is nothing extra during. You can't after. take a pee if you want to see that movie. No, you can't. It will just be like there's no like super convenient one to go. Like oh, convenient man. time. Th- that yeah. movie's just nonstop action. It must be. But yeah, it has all that stuff. I love it. I love that it has like like when you can pee. This one has extra seat. It has a re- it has a green check mark, and it will say there's extras during, after, or the end credits. Press for details, and it will tell you where in them in the end credits it will have it. I love it. Interesting. Yep. See, and they- you can you sorry, and you can like. You can program it that your phone will vibrate so you know, oh, it's time to go to the bathroom. The upgraded uh, version of that app should be where you can, like, set the app or, like, okay, right now I'm starting the movie. And then, boom, you get, like, that little buzz notification. Hey, you're you're ready to go. Go I just told you it does that. I legit just told you it does that. (laughs) That's literally what you said? Yes, I said you can can program it so it goes off. I legit just said that. That's amazing. That's a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) Heel marks brought to you by Run P. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But... We got wrestling to talk about. We had an Impact pay-per-view last night. We did. We had NXT this week. We had tons of stuff. Unfortunately, the curse continues. Jesus Christ. Poor Johnny. I was all excited, man. We were all hyped up. The the top smash single, uh, Johnny Wins, was just taking taking storm of the nation. Just like it always is. But uh, alas, just like it always is. Johnny's curse continues. Fucking A, man. Just like it always is, Johnny loses. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be our follow-up song. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not making it. He, no. he was so happy. He was so happy with the first one. I don't want to do it to yeah, him. Yeah, we're going to be like, sorry, man. It's going to be like... Just like it always is. I mean, I love Johnny Gargano, but I'm super excited Leon Ruff won. Yeah, like, yeah, very, very, very cool moment for uh, for him. It, it, a lot, a lot of, a lot of people don't really know Leon Ruff like that yet. He has appeared on every show WWE has, um, but mostly as an enhancement talent, mostly as a jobber. 
Um, they haven't really even like begun anything you'd call a push for my NXT other than this. It wasn't like we got a video package or a promo segment or anything right. like that. He's pretty much just in the ring. He loses and that's that. Right. Um, so this is one of the, it reminds me a lot of Santino Morella okay. and, and that kind of moment. And to, to the letter where, um, you know, in that sense, Umaga's the heel and he's like, I'm going to pick anyone from the crowd. You know, so they pick a right. fan, uh, Santino. He wins because Bobby Lashley cost him the championship, complete with Bobby Lashley then strapping the title around his waist. And so here we pretty much get the repeat where Johnny Gargano is like, I'll pick anyone, but I'm going to pick Leon Ruff. Ruff and Ruff. then Damian Priest costs it for him, puts, straps the belt. So so I'm seeing it as that moment where it's kind of we've got now got a vulnerable champion. Which could be exciting television, and and if Leon Ruff can get past a few of these challengers, then hopefully he'll be able to get over, and people will really learn a lot about him. Because in the ring, this guy is super exciting, just so talented. Absolutely, I I'm not a huge fan of the comic, the comedic champion with it like falling off his waist and stuff. Like I understand it, but I'm not a huge fan of that. But I am excited that Leon Ruff, who we've been following, is now. North American well, champion. Yeah, I really hope that doesn't happen again. I'm almost, I'm 99.9% positive that was not supposed to happen. Really? I think it was because they did it a bunch. They did what a bunch? Like, I, I he saw, took it with Triple, he took the picture with Triple H oh, with yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I think it happened. And then they're like, all right, we have to make, like, because it happened. And they're probably laughing their asses off in the back. Like, mm, I think. I don't know. I think it was supposed I, to happen. I do not think it was planned to, at all. I think that photo, because then Triple H took another photo where he's actually holding the belt and they do the standard Triple H point. Well, I, I didn't say when, just, I didn't say when Triple H, when it dropped off a of Triple H's, like. What? I'm not saying when he took the picture with Triple H, they it fell. It fell when he was like one. Right. Right. So I'm just I don't I feel like that was planned. I don't think that. Don't, was... dude. I really think because he's not the one that put the belt on. It was Damian Priest. Right. But I think that was the point. I don't think that was planned at all, dude. I, I think, think you just like Leon Ruff, and you're just you're just being cloudy with judgment. Wait, what? I think you're just being cloudy. I think How you're just like cloudy. Oh, no, I, I think it was supposed to happen. I think they did it on purpose where he put it on like that no so way. it would fall. No way. Okay. Uh, if 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 it never happens again, I am confirmed to be correct. That doesn't mean, no, that's not true. If you think they would plan for them to do it for his big win, but never plan to do it again? Yeah. If, if, they, if they plan to do it once, they're going to do it all the fucking time. That's not no? true. No, not all the time. All right. Listen, woman, I disagree. Yeah, you always disagree. Strongly. Yeah. When you like someone, you disagree with everything. Well, no. I, this has nothing to do with me being a Leon Ruff fan. I, 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 I thought it was an accident. I, th- I, th- I generally thought that he's he, he just raised his hands like that and it just happened. I, I don't think it was planned. Right. I don't know why they would put the belt on him to begin with. That's like trying to put the belt on like Kevin Owens or Keith Lee. You don't do that. Just put it over his shoulder. Fair enough. Like, or just put it in his hand. Yeah, put it in his hand, lamb, hold it off, and then walk off with it. Like, why would you put it on his? Why would you put it on his waist if not to make it fall? Yeah, throw it over his head if anything. Let him wear it as a necklace, a chain. Yeah. Does my chain hang low? A nice like turtle. Where I wear my gold. A nice turtleneck. <laughs> a nice turtleneck. Yeah. 
Oh, man, The Rock should have totally taken a picture of himself with a turtleneck and the belt is his gold chain. That would picture would have been gold. That would have. I love that picture. It's such a classic Halloween costume. Oh, it's so good. I want to do it. I'm going to do it one year. Yeah. I would need to really overdo it on the fake hair if I if I if I was to, if what I What do you mean that. look at that ball those gorgeous locks of hair on your head I would just need to like grab a small puppy and throw it on my head Oh pepper Pepper's too big <laughs> I don't know a smaller puppy Pepper's too way way too big for that Oh pepper But yeah I'm uh, I'm I'm psyched like Leon Ruff's a hell of a talent man he's super talented he's just a really good worker I don't know what the future holds for this. Um, It's one of those situations where because they haven't done anything to build him up, they're really, you know, it's it's the right now the title is making him the title. You know, that's what you know about him. Oh, he showed up last week and he beat Johnny Gargano. And it was kind of presented as a fluke win. So um, he's he's the he right now. He's the underdog. He's the little guy. He's Jack uh, versus the Giant. David versus Goliath? I, I guess, if you want. I don't know. I, have people really heard about that comparison? Are they familiar with David and, and Goliath, that tale? Everybody is, especially okay. in wrestling. More familiar than Jack and the goddamn Beanstalk? Are you you're judging me? You're judging me? Yes. You're judging my Jack and yes, the Beanstalk? Yes, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I feel so judged. Good, you should be. You know what? Jack and I don't have to take this. whatever um yeah i mean i guess like they can go anywhere with this story i mean luckily johnny is a good sport where johnny likes putting people over and he probably that was probably a big thing when they told him that he was gonna lose to the rough um i just hope johnny gargano i'm pretty sure we saw him like put him over i forget what it was but i think he was like talking at an evolve show and like was talking about how you know happy he was with the evolve thing, and I think I feel like I heard him shout out Rough and like Ar Fox and like a, yeah he and like remember he started dancing he's like right I but like I think he it. called out J D Drake. I have to look and, at my video. I recorded it. I don't remember. Okay. I, I feel like I feel like he gave a couple shouts out, maybe not real Rough by name, but oh maybe I, he Darby stuff. Allen. Oh no, it wasn't Darby Allen. Never mind. I'm lying. But yeah, I know the skulk was mentioned, and so Ruff is definitely a big part of that group. So, but, so yeah, it's like I feel like Gargano probably liked Ruff. Uh, Gar- right now, I'm looking at Gargano as kind of the Daniel Bryan of the NXT locker room right now, where that's what they call he, him. You, you think so? Is that, yeah. Wait, that's actually what they're calling him? No, but like during during the Cruiserweight Classic, besides Zack Saber Jr., they were calling Johnny Gargano the next Daniel Bryan. Who's they? Because Daniel Bryan was doing commentary. You talking about like Twitter? Yeah, just they. Oh, okay. The they universe. I- <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I I've, I have actually, strangely, not actually heard that comparison very often. Really? We're, I have. No? And also, M2J said it to me while I saw Johnny Gargano wrestle for the first time. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think in more than just like, you know, the similarities between their careers and the way they work. But I think right now also Johnny Gargano is okay being the vet of the locker room, which doesn't necessarily mean you're the guy. You're the champ. You know, sometimes it means that you're the guy to make the next guy and make the next champ. And so um, I'd be curious to see if Gargano tries to get his belt back from Ruff and perhaps uh, another L comes his way if Ruff can get past him again. Um, 
so yeah, it's just one of those things where like Ruff's a really talented guy, and I don't know how long this reign's gonna last, but it's a great way to make a first impression on the NXT universe. Yeah, I'm and excited. at the same the same week, we've got Kurt Stallion uh, becoming number one contender for the cruiserweight championship. So Evolve guys are making a making a statement right now. He shouldn't be a cruiserweight. He should be on NXT. Well, it's it's funny. The cruiserweight champion is on NXT, right? Most of the cruiserweights are on 205 Live, so I feel like once, now that he's number one contender, He'll we'll probably see him feuding with the champ on NXT. I th- that seems to be how they've been doing it. How exciting. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see the Lone Star Stallion. Yo, I love him. Except his haircut. His new haircut. Not a fan. Yeah, he needs facial hair. Yeah, he definitely needs facial hair. But then, you know what happens if he does facial hair? He'll start looking like Anthony Green, a.k.a. Yeah, right Augustus. Yeah, like Ellen. Ellen's hair does not look like that. At all. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Ellen's hair looks like Justin Bieber's hair. Well, how, what does Kurt Stallion's hair look like? His, it looks like, I don't know, it looks like a soccer mom's hair. No, it doesn't. It looks like. I thought he cut it. Last I saw it, he looked way too short. He has that, like, flip. Yeah, it's way too short. But it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like. Okay, fine. It doesn't look like Ellen. He looks like a female tennis player. Martina Hengis. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's too short. I don't like it. He looks like an 80... He looks like the guy who, like, loves 80s music and, like, hangs out in, like, the garage and he's just, like, trying to get you to listen to all this music that you don't want to listen to. His band. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what it is. It's like, I don't want to listen to your band. It's like, no, 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 just listen to this part. It's about the music, man. And his band is called Just the Tip. I don't know about that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. They're all waiters. They're all, they're all waiters. <laughs> that was amazing. not even mad on that note uh not all good news this week Uh, yesterday quite a day no not yesterday friday was a day of twisted turns uh zelina vega released um just a couple hours before smackdown right and like 10 minutes after she posted about how she supports union unions and shit well i i'm almost not almost i'm I'm 99.9%. Oh, here we go. Yeah, 99.9%. That she she was let go. And then she tweeted it. Yeah, 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 me too. 
Yeah. I want to beat them to the punch. So, so, yeah, because like everyone's like focusing on, oh, they they tweeted that 10 minutes. What are they supposed to not announce that they let her go because she decided to tweet something controversial? Like, right. you got to do what you got to do. Um, I do think that this is one of those cases where, and it, it uh, obviously not glad it happened, but I'm interested to see where this goes because when we first talked about WWE cracking out on the third parties, the Twitches, the YouTubes, the uh, cameos, what have yous. Um, I remember saying, like, I don't know if WWE really has how much power they really they think they do. Um, if I was a WWE person, I was really making significant money during a pandemic doing this stuff. I think I'd honestly tell WWE to fuck himself, wouldn't give him my password. And I'd say, what are you going to do? Right. Um, just because I mean, granted, this is it's easy to say it from this side. Obviously, you, you hate losing your job. Uh, but. And I don't think WWE would have done this to like AJ Styles. I don't I honestly don't think they're going to let someone like that go at a time like this. Right. And I don't think they're going to do anything to Paige either because I think they'd look like the bad guys way too much with that. I don't think they're going to get rid of their top guy. And I don't think they're going to get rid of somebody who is literally unable to work for them. So like I don't think that. But when you have someone like Zelina Vega, who they clearly don't value as much there were were, clearly weren't plans for them to put the title on her and kind of make her like the next alexa bliss you know five feet of fury um they just took away two people who easily could have been her client they made the point of doing that so i think this might be a case where they're like we need to send a message she didn't listen to us she's been twitching and you know all that kind of stuff she made an OnlyFans after we made this edict you know, using a name, a completely different name. So I think she kind of called them out and was like, what are you going to do? I think she called their bluff a bit and looked at her as just dispensable enough to go. I mean, I guess I didn't really, I I didn't really think they released her because of that stuff. I mean, if that's why everyone's presuming, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put the two together. Well, because she hasn't, and, and it just, I read an article about it either today or yesterday that, Apparently, she was making and and also uh, interesting to note that this week uh, something went out about house show events probably never going back to the way they were. Um, The WWE touring schedule, the WWE schedule is never most likely going to be back to what it was. And as much as people complained on behalf of the superstars for that, that kind of stuff was a big you know, that made a lot of money for these wrestlers. Yeah, of it makes course. a big difference in their salaries. So Zelina Vega reportedly was making more via Twitch and OnlyFans and whatever other third party stuff she was doing than she was actually making as a WWE superstar How during this pandemic. How sad is that? Well, because she's not, they're not, you know, she's not really working right, that much. So but she's it's not so getting paid. Sad. Yeah. It's, and, and, it re- and, and that's what makes it even worse where it's like because of WWE being forced to, to not tour and not work as much, they can't pay her as much. She goes out of her way and is able to make more, and you know they crack down. So I, I mean, listen, I could easily be wrong, but I I think that this was a case of her choosing not to you know bow down to to what they were doing, and I, I like I said, I think they were able to let her. I think they let her go because of it. Yeah, and, and if she's making more, and if she's also making more money in the safety of her own home, like why wouldn't you do that? Right, and and now 
So, so, and and this is why I say I don't know. Like I said, everyone obviously hates to lose their job, hates to lose your dream job working with your husband for the biggest wrestling company in the world. I get it. But she's now in a place where she can be a true independent contractor, a true entrepreneur. She's not a businessman. She can be a business man. Uh, You know, and you look at someone like – all ego Ethan Page. You look at the Good Brothers, and we'll talk more about them later. But the Good Brothers have their own beer since leaving WWE. They have a t-shirt company that how many shirts do they have? Page as well. Swag, swag, a swag on swag. Uh, he has his own wrestling buddy. Um, he, yeah, he they, does. He, the Good Brothers just did their own pay-per-view. Right. Where they talk about it, it's it's something that's them with their friends making the worst wrestling show ever. Right. Right, and, and if they can make and, side money, like it's just easier and, for them. And the company that they work for promotes it, right, for them. You know, so it supports them, wants them to make as much possible. And but I guess with Impact, why wouldn't you? Because you don't ever want them complaining that you don't pay them enough. So yes, make all that extra money. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like they're able to do this. So now Zelina Vega, who's already making however much on Cameo, Twitch, whatever else, now if she wants to put out T-shirts about this, if she wants to you know, step up her cosplay game and make more money for that. She can do whatever she wants. And also in 90 days, I'm pretty sure she'll have the pick of the litter. She can go back to impact and, and make an impact in the knockouts division again, knockouts tag divisions on the way. So they've got space for her. AEW is in need for female wrestlers who can come in knowing how to work. Right. And also, a strong female manager. Every wrestling company could use that. So I think that if she wants to continue wrestling in 90 days, she'll be able to go wherever she wants and be paid to do it on television. And wherever she goes, she'll still be able to use her name and her abilities to make money and biz- and, and make whatever type of business investments she wants to make. Absolutely. So, I mean, even though WWE wanted to set an example with her, this might benefit her in the long run that she can do all these other things. Even if it's not wrestling for the time being, maybe she takes some time off maybe you know and just concentrates on cosplaying and and only fans and get, getting merch out because people are probably going to feel bad for her too and want to buy her shit yeah and let's also not forget that before she even got hired by wwe she did get cast for a pretty big role in a movie oh yeah so you know it's one of those things where there's many ways she can go and uh, I, I think that because of where WWE clearly ranked her as of now on the SmackDown roster, I, I you know, like I said, it's never good when someone gets fired. But I think she might be better off in the long run. And I think there's plenty of people in WWE that might fit that same type of uh, thing. So depending on how Zelina Vega lands on her feet after this, we might see a few other people in coming months say, I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. fire me i'm i'm making money how i'm feeding my family however the hell i want to right so uh yeah uh eyes eyes on selena vega to see what she does see what she does next see where she goes next um talking about aew needing strong women who can work strong women who can talk we saw one show up on aew this week danielle interested to know what do you think of this we got jade cargill comes out of nowhere right and she'd crawl right back into where she came from 
Not a fan of Jay. No, she sounded terrible. She looked stupid. She interacted so poorly with Brandy Rhodes cutting such a good promo. She looked so stupid. I was like, you look like a guest celebrity just trying to get themselves over. I was not a fan. It it, it really struck me as awkward. Like I didn't know what was going on. So here's so she comes out and I immediately don't know who this person is. Yeah, I don't know. She who says either. I'm Jade Cargill. I've never heard that name before. So while I'm watching her do her promo, which really just the pacing of it all was just and her it almost seemed like she was taking offense to something Cody said. I don't even think I heard him call himself the giant killer. I could believe it, you know, and and I get it, but I didn't think I heard him say it at all in his promo. And then she came out and was kind of taking offense to it and talking about this. So I look up who she is. She was trained by Heath Slater's school face-to-face wrestling. She was scouted by Mark Henry. But all I could find on her Instagram was uh, the only thing I saw was that she was an uh, uh, athletics model. Right. Because like it, she has like 27 apps. I, I really she she's an app developer. <laughs> abs. Oh, abs. <laughs> I thought she had like another run feed. No, no, yeah. no. I'm like, she has like 27 abs. Like yeah, her, no, her body's she's ridiculous. She's in like, amazing shape. She's a prime athlete. When I saw her, I immediately, or when I saw the Mark Henry butter, and I immediately was like, okay, this is like a Bianca Belair type. Yeah, where he yeah. saw the talent, the athletic ability, probably talked to her and like saw some personality and was like, you could do this. Um, so from that, from those names on her resume alone, I want to give her a chance and see where this goes. This was a not a good first impression, though. The promo to Cody seemed like it was just going on and on, and I didn't really get where it was coming from or where it was going. The announcement, which apparently was like, I guess where it's going, is that she's m- managing Shaq? But even that kind of came out of nowhere. And it's like, how do you follow that up without having Shaq actually show up and at least high five the girl or something? I, it, like, it yeah, was just, it was awkward. It was nothing but question marks. It, it felt like and, a setup for Brandy to come out. Right. Which almost makes me, yeah, it almost makes me hesitant to give Brandy her flowers on this one because it was a very good promo. It was. I was very, I was like, okay, Brandy. Okay. Here, here's my thing, though, man. It's like, I want to be behind it. I do. But they have tried and started and tried and started and started and stopped and started and stopped so many different things with Brandy already. It's like every week we're getting a different Brandy because they're just like, okay, let's. she's the manager of this evil female group. All right, let's scratch that. Okay, now she's in this tag team. Okay, no, let's scratch that. Now she's managing her. No, let's scratch that. Let's just make her. So now it's like, okay, let's just go back to basics and make her Mrs. Cody Rhodes. She's going to be his, her, her, his, his fiery wife who will back him up in a second. And so she, it's easy. Easy, it's easy fodder work. I'm kind of sitting here like, why is this random woman insulting Cody? Oh, it's so Brandy has someone that she can shut down. Right. It. I can't believe like you're giving salt to AEW and I am not. But I w- as I've been saying since the beginning of AEW, their women's division, they got to do something, man. They got to like come. You're competing with, with Impact and AEW uh, and WWE. Like they're just do, especially NXT. They're just doing things right with their women. And it's like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I did appreciate her promo, though. I was like, I, I, it was believable. It was good. I love that she was just yelling at her a lot. I I was very against the bitch stuff because I'm like, no, no, we don't do this anymore. Like, you know, 
it, it's it's funny. The only part of this that I actually kind of started getting on Team Jade, like where I was kind of like, okay, maybe there's hope for you, is probably the one moment that I would or someone should have taken out of this whole thing, which is after Brandy spits fire on her, she turns around and Jade gives her a little spank. Oh, and yeah, that was funny. It didn't fit it at all, like, cause, because it's kind of like her version of a no-sell. Brandy, we're over here like great promo, but clearly Jade don't care. Yeah. She just well, you her stuff. doing the flexing stuff was kind of dumb while Brandy was young. Right. I was like, what are you doing? I'm well, like, this you know, doesn't go into anything that's talking. Like, But maybe and, and maybe it's one of those where, and, and this is kind of one of those things I was thinking. I don't know if this is correlating or, or Jade did this on purpose. It probably is just her, you know, not really knowing what to do when someone's cutting a promo on them right in front of her face. Right. But in my mind, and it's, the spank kind of goes with it, but Brandy's not really competition to this person, is it? Yeah, we know who Brandy is. We've seen her wrestle. But look at this woman. This woman comes out. You immediately, like you said, you notice all of her abs. Her legs go up to her face. Right. This is an athletic specimen. If we're talking in the... If, 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 this if this happened in the streets and Brandy wanted to defend her husband, I'd be over here on the sidelines watching. Like, okay, props to you for getting your man, but somebody needs to get her back. Yeah, it's like a chihuahua, a chihuahua yelling at a fucking pit bull. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like I, I'm seeing glimpses of little things where it's like maybe she knows what she's doing and maybe you know she's protecting herself while kind of being thrown out there as fodder. Hmm. But yeah, it was a very it was questionable. I liked parts of it, most of it I could have done without. Most of it was left me not really wanting more. Excellent. Come to the dark side, Brady. Not, let I'm it a- let it consume you. Not everything AEW does is great. I don't always That was a Star Wars reference in case you didn't know. How dare you? It was just I you don't watch Star Wars? I have seen Star Wars. Did you watch Mandalorian? Did you watch Mandalorian? Every time a new series drops or a new movie comes out, I don't have to watch it to know the that reference to the dark side. Did you watch did you watch did you watch Mandalorian? Did you watch Mandalorian? Number one heel. Yeah, he yeah, he's the best. Um, did you watch Mandalorian? Sasha Banks was on it. What what I know. I didn't watch it, no. Oh I marked out. I was so excited. I'll watch it one of these days. I'll check it out. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, uh, Shaq versus Cody. What do you think about that? Or maybe not a one-on-one. Maybe it's Shaq and Jade Cargill versus Cody and Brandy. Next, please. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> good good for AEW if they can get Shaq. I, I, I don't know why they would need, why they feel the need to use him for a match. Like, I think Shaq's a colorful personality. So if, and he's a big name. So if Shaq's willing to come in and do something as a wrestling fan for AEW, I, in my mind, there's a number of ways to make that work that don't involve him having to wrestle. Yeah, why, you have so many people on the roster, why are you picking like a celeb like when they were doing that with shit with Mike Tyson it's like what are you doing it's like stop that like off the top of my head and, and this would probably is I guess Shaq's maybe only trying to come in for a one-off but put Shaq and like Will Hobbs together and like yes you know Will Hobbs is an is no nonsense just straight business Brian Cage Shaq too is, yeah and Shaq's just a funny guy put them together and like do some stuff yeah I, I love Will Hobbs yeah, I, I just don't. Yeah, Fun fact about Shaq, he loves hookah, and his favorite hookah is orange mint. 
That is a fun fact about Shaq. Yeah, I met him, and I had to set up his hookah station. You know what that is? What? That's a fun Shaq fact. It is a Shaq fact. Yep. He Shaq loves orange mint. We didn't have orange mint, so he stood in front of the hookah, and he was like, all right, this is what you got to do. And he literally, like, I felt like I was watching a chemist. He was taking a little bit of the orange, then a little bit of mint, and he was packing it, and he was like... He's like, no, 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 not yet. And then he was like, it was so funny. That's fucking funny. Yeah. It was one of those things where I wish I could record it, but I was not allowed. And I was just like, this is amazing. I wish I had all of this on tape. Speaking of things I wish I could record, but was not allowed to do so, because that would be bootlegging. Turning Point was last night. Yeah. What'd you think about that segue? Uh, I liked it. I stick the landing? I liked it. <laughs> I like oh. I didn't even realize Turning Point was happening. I was like, oh, we're having another pay-per-view already. And I remember you responding, what is this, WWE? <laughs> it was so cool because it was like, I just feel like it was like, it was just like last week that we like, had Huntley on because just that weekend before they were, they did their big, it was Bound for Glory. That's what's weird about it because Bound for Glory is like their WrestleMania. Right. So it, it's weird to me, like things that happened on this show made bound for glory insignificant right yeah right the whole thing was a head scratcher and because this happened so fast it's almost like they rushed to make bound for glory not as special anymore right and bound for glory was a solid show i mean it de- definitely had weird choices where you were like oh rich swan just won or like oh sue young is now here because obviously we found out that you know kylie ray right. was taking some time off um and probably not wrestling anymore which is heartbreaking but uh, i mean why have this pay-per-view and have the Good Brothers win? Why not just have them win at at, at Bound for Glory? Why not? Why have Sue Young win just to have Deanna retain, like get it back? Like a lot of this stuff didn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, um, a hundred percent agree. It, it did seem odd. It, it it did it does seem almost like Bound for Glory didn't happen. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, oh, you're doing all these matches. And I'm like, because the minute I saw, oh, the North is against the Good Brothers. I'm like, oh, well, the Good Brothers are obviously winning now. And it's like, but why not just have them win at Bound for Glory? That would have made more sense. Yeah, I mean, maybe they wanted the Good Brothers to get a definitive one-on-one win. Maybe. Um, I'm Maybe... The plan along was for Motor City Machine Guns to retain. They had to go last minute and change it, and maybe they didn't. They, oh, maybe the I plan didn't think of all that, along yeah. was for Good Brothers to win tonight. I, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it, it's just it it takes away from a right. from stuff from Bound from Glory. Like if Rich Swan lost last night, I would have been upset because like you had such a big moment for Bound for Glory that you. But at least they kept that. But I mean, right. the whole Diana thing's weird because now I hate when people get the title back so fast and now you're like a two-time now she's a two-time champion yeah and it's like but you're a two-time champion over the span of what two weeks right like i uh, mean it's one of those things where since i like we we gotta believe the diana perrazzo thing is a result of the kylie ray thing yeah absolutely in that moment they were like okay we were gonna take the belt off you let's give it to sue see what happens when they made a decision they probably didn't even know what was happening with kylie ray might have even thought she was coming back who knows and then now they're kind of like trying to pivot we're like okay let's just stick with diana as our top girl um tag team thing i think the more like i said i think the uh alex Shelly injury affected plans. So, and, and those are kind of the, the main two that we're talking about here. Right. I was excited so, to see uh, James Storm. James Storm, uh, it's it's beer guns. Beer guns. I 
would love a beer gun. Pew, pew. I actually had I, I had a beer gun. Uh, of course you did. Oh yeah, of course I did. Uh, fucking take your shots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> From It's Always Side of Philadelphia. I know. I know. <laughs> You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, don't yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was a okay pay per view. It was just very odd. Like it's just an odd situation. It's like yeah, it, it, it like I like we said, Bam for Glory is their big pay per view. So just automatically, once you do that, you know, you have that rankings. The next pay per view after is not as special. But so then, when you have it so far or so close to it, and then like we said, when you kind of cancel things out and make things that happened just a month ago not really mean as much anymore um you know it's weird but this is a this is a pivot point for impact there are a lot of moving pieces once again we're left to wonder if the north are returning to impact or if they're leaving right um you know once again we now wonder what's up with the knockouts division because the tag uh, i'm sorry the tag team knockouts championships are coming and diana Perazzo is reportedly in that tournament she's going to be in the tag team. I don't have the tournament in front of me, so I don't know who her partner's going to be. It's probably Kimberly. Yeah, it's a good call. It is Kimberly. But I noticed Sue Young is not in it. So, like, once again, now I'm scratching my head, well, is maybe Sue Young hurt? Did something happen with that? Like, there's no reason for your knockouts champion to be in the tag team championship tournament, but not Sue Young, who was also just your champion. So... Right. It's just, it's all very odd. Uh, listen, that's the thing. Let's not pretend Impact is perfect. They're far from it. Most of the time, they have a scratching our heads. Right. But they have great wrestlers, and they, they for the most part, tell great stories and do consistent work. Um, you know, like with Moose and Willie Mack, Moose has now changed from his, his whatever with EC3. Moose is now an ass kicker, and he doesn't care if the match is over. He's going to stomp you out. So we're getting a bad boy side of Moose. So I'm going to read to you the um, the list. Oh, you read to me. I, I want to read to you. I'm going to read to you the list of, so it's uh, uh, Havoc and I don't know how to pronounce her name. Neva? Is that how you say it? For the tag team. And then you have Tennille and Alicia Edwards. You have Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles. Kimberly and Deanna Perrazzo. Valkyrie and Rosemary. Who else we got on here? Jordan Grace is going to announce someone. And then we have Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle. Oh, nice. And this current, is Drake Maverick. Yep. And, and uh, or she could just be Renee Michelle. She doesn't have to be Mrs. Anybody. I'm just letting everyone know. If she doesn't have to know. be anybody. I hate I'm that I'm just shit. letting them know. If you didn't know who Renee Michelle is. But you okay. Should. And uh, current uh, Shimmer Tag Team Champions, the Sea Stars. Who I fucking love. So that's exciting. How dare you? Hey, yo, poor, poor Chelsea Green got hurt and everybody was like, oh, it's Mrs. Ryder. And I'm like, why does she have to be associated with people? Like, yeah, she- but you know what? You weren't complaining when Dolph Ziggler called Andrade Mr. Charlotte Flair. 
Yes, I did. Well, actually, play? but he was also saying that to insult her, him, and that's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Charlotte. Flair Are you saying Mrs. Up? Maverick to insult to insult Renee Michelle? No. No, I, as I said, that was for reference points. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. What? No. Who's Renee Michelle? I probably heard that name before. Oh yeah, you did. It's Drake Maverick. That, that was like Dion Peraza for a, ro- a while. Everybody was like, oh, Mari Scroll's girlfriend. And it's like, why can't you be like, oh, Mari Scroll, Dion Peraza's boyfriend? Well, maybe that's what you should be doing, Danielle. I do you it should... all the time. I have to correct people all the time. No, don't correct time. them. You should just refer to every male wrestler as Mr. Whoever they're dating. So, so <laughs> Dr. Adam Colebaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I, I don't that's think not gonna say. He's automatically a doctor. I don't think you get a PhD. Just that's not how it works. Those things are not sexually. Transmitted. I feel. I feel like that's how people do it, though. Like people are just like, oh, well, the man, yeah, he's automatically a doctor now because his wife is a doctor. His girlfriend's a doctor. I've never ever heard that in my life. I I've heard it. Yeah, that's because you're a male. <laughs> so that means I would have never heard this. Yeah. This, where everyone's just giving men PhDs based on the women they're dating. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But right, people cool. do. I've noticed people do that all the time. Anytime they they see a female wrestler, they're like, "Oh, that's so and so's girlfriend." And it's like, why do you have to say that? Okay, so um, let's see how long we can do this, Danielle. Let's only refer to male wrestlers. Okay. As Mister, whoever they're dating. So like Jonathan Grisham is Mrs. Great, Mister Grace. Right. Well, technically, yeah. Okay. I gotta like. Do you yeah. only do it with married couples or doing it with dating? I mean, you, you were the one that saying Diana was getting it when she was dating Marty Skull, so I guess. Yeah, you do it with dating too. All getting it. Yeah, you do it with dating too. What? That was the thing with Zelina Vega too. Everyone's like, oh, so Alistair Black is leaving now too? And it's like, Lana's all right, still I'll, here. I'll say this about that. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that, but if it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. But at the same time, just because they're married doesn't mean that the other but one's going to leave. Here's the thing. And I know you're quick to, like, say the Lana Rusev thing. But to me, this isn't that situation of, like, with Rusev going. Because we always kind of knew, like, Lana's job did seem always secure, which is why everyone was like, oh, they're going to fire her. And I'm like, no, they're not. They like Lana. They they may not view her as that valuable, but they like her for what she can bring to the table, what she's willing to do, which is anything. Right. Um, this situation, too. To me, is like what if Lana, if they decided to let her go randomly while Rusev's still there being misused and essentially losing his passion. And then everyone would be like Rusev's on his way out and, and we would have been right. So here's a situation where I'm like Alistair Black is is he requested a move to NXT because he doesn't like what he's they've been doing with him on Raw and SmackDown. He was denied that request. Um, I would assume that much like Zelina Vega, his pay cut is probably taking, uh, you know, a dip because they're not working as much. He's not in a premier position that he seemed to be even just months ago. Um, so it, I, I will say that he's definitely streaming downwards. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could say that. But immediately, like anytime someone gets it, they're like, oh, this one's following. And it's like, right. I don't think he would request his release all of a sudden because of that. Right. But I do think losing his wife uh, as far as being a co-worker is definitely a shot. I, I definitely think he's especially if it was, you know, a bit, uh, you know, not related just solely to what she can bring to the table and how talented she is. And then when you add in the fact that he's, he's now probably not as happy at work and right. now he has more time to focus on the other reasons he's not happy, like well, they're not using him in this and that. So poor Alistair you know. Black. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mr. Vega. Right. Poor Mr. Zelina Vega. And poor Mr. Uh, Casey Cananzaro. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, my God. Like this. Best friends. Remember when they came in from NXT and there was just like these shiny new toys and no one could believe these amazing talent that had just been called up and they were working WrestleMania, these tag teams. They were takeover WrestleMania Raw back to back to back to back tag team championship matches. And then just splat, man. I'm going to call him former Mr. Blanchard. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, we don't do form. We don't do exes. Why not? Especially not when he's with somebody who's a wrestler. Fine. can't just bump Casey. Oh, man, we're going to. So the Impact World Champion is Mr. Young. Mr. (laughs) No, people are going to think we're talking about Eric. It's Mr. Sue. (laughs) Mr. Sue Young. Mr. Sue. Mr. Sue. Mr. Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm going to do from now on. I got to I got to make sure I remember, though. Because, like, but they have to have wrestling. Yeah, they have to have wrestling partners because I can't be doing, like, I don't know Roman Reigns' wife's name or Drew McIntyre's wife's name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're not getting a wrestler. They don't apply. Just like, you know, it's it's, it's like we said. If the the woman is dating a non-wrestler, they don't get that. But if they're dating a wrestler, they know. Right. Brandy's going (laughs) to, Cody's going to be Mr. Rhodes, but he's already Mr. Rhodes. (laughs) Finally, he's Mr. Rhodes again. See, so WWE didn't give him the name back. We would have here with with this. Yeah, uh, Mr. Brandy, we're going to call him. No. (laughs) (laughs) So silly. (laughs) Did you see Drew and Roman are going to wrestle again? Isn't that great? Well, well, we don't know that. I Um, hope not. I mean, that's if Drew wins Monday against Randy. Yeah. I will say this, though, and you don't seem to be super hyped about it, but I think we're looking at a WrestleMania main event that I'd be okay with. Great. I already saw this match at WrestleMania. I don't want to see it again. You saw Roman versus Drew at WrestleMania? Yep. You were there. Sitting right next to me. Was it it for the WWE Championship with a heel Roman and a Drew McIntyre who wins the Royal Rumble for the second year in a row to main event WrestleMania for the first time in front of people? And what does that even mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? So that means different. I already watched them wrestle. I don't want to watch them wrestle again. See, you're such a sourpuss. This is such bullshit. I saw it and I was like, great, I have to watch this match again. Now it has to be my main event. We watched John Cena take on Randy Orton for like 12 years. Oh, yeah, because I was thrilled about that. (laughs) I'm just saying it is what it is. This is the world we live in. Sometimes you got to watch sequels. All right. Yeah, but I want to watch sequels I actually give a shit about. Listen, no, I'm not, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to block out everything that Roman Reigns already did, because all of that was stuff where we were just begging for them to use him right. Right now, they're using him right. So I don't want to immediately just take away all the matchups that he had when they were using him like shit. No, he's a heel champion. He is a badass, and he is killing it. And wrestles and the McIntyre, same exact way. And Drew McIntyre is is just just ruling as a babyface. He's just on another level. There's no babyface like him in WWE, and we need him to carry that momentum on until fans are in attendance. Me and you've been saying we want him to get that moment, but with fans there. Right. So what? Somebody. So I don't understand. You don't want him to win the championship with fans around? Sure. I guess, but I don't want to watch that match. Maybe that will be my pee pee break. 
You're crazy. Roman Reigns. There, you so think he, there's going to be fans in April? There's not going to be fans. Well, I read an article this week. Uh, actually, correction, I'll be honest. I read a headline. Did not click the link. But I read a headline this week that said a WrestleMania date being pushed back. Or at least I'm talking about it. Fucking. I'm not going to click that article. I don't need the details to that. The headline, I think, gave me everything I needed. <laughs> you know what you sound like. <laughs> what do I sound like? I'll tell you after the show. Well, damn. Now I feel bad. I was just leaving our, 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 our no, fans. No, no. I don't want controversy on this show. <laughs> no. I, well, I want controversy. No, thank you. Fuck you, Gordon Bombay. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Bombay's a bum. Pompey is a bum. <laughs> I love that we'd be talking this week and you'd randomly just text me, Bombay is a bum, and start laughing hysterically. <laughs> because you were just like, because you're usually so hopeful and positive about all these. <laughs> I am usually the ophthalmologist of optimism. You are correct. You are, and you you are not. You are not. Well, listen, uh, you really opened my eyes with your Sandlot bullshit. <laughs> I mean, was it bullshit, though? Well, I mean, listen. <laughs> I, I'm I sure gave you many facts. Would call, um, many would call my view of Gordon Bombay's bullshit as well. So I understand now that I dove into this and really. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Bombay's a bum. He's, he, he literally, they made it through an entire Olympic yeah, you, game. You sent me so, yeah, you sent me something that you were like angry about. And I just wrote back, Bombay's a bum. <laughs> They're fucking tutor. Basically, <laughs> pretend to coach them to a win. The what do players, they need them for? The players, um, we need to sw- What? <laughs> the players, they seem tired. Oh, Switch y'all change up. it up. <laughs> change it up. I love her. <laughs> I love that lady. This is a great- New players. The, new players. Oh, y'all change it up. Louder. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking movie. Well, what a great segue. What a great segue. Give it to me now. What's your What's your Give it to me now What's your fantasy Takes his team to the championship And then what's he do? Abandons them I'm gonna get on the bus And I'm gonna go play hockey in the minors I mean I would Fucking Bombay How'd that work out, Gordon? He sounds like a hero in my book <laughs> He's a hero A hero, I tell you A hero so uh, let's start off with someone who you thought was going to be on our last week's episode. Let's start off with Hans. Let's talk about the MVP. Hans. Hans. Not Gordon. Hans, the MVP. Hans, the one who has to put everybody in their fucking place. <laughs> right. Make them, make them jerseys. Do everything. Come on, Gordon. What's the matter with you? And he's always Gordon yelling at Gordon. Hates without Hans. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hans. His own personal accomplishments are long forgotten. But he still loved. He still loves the sport more than anyone. He's the guru behind the scenes, the man behind the man. Uh, he's the secret ingredient to what makes the Mighty Ducks work. With that being said, I'm going Pat Patterson. Ooh, that's so good. That's such a good one. Pat Patterson is. I, I, Hans was like perfect. I'm like, this is Pat Patterson, 100. <laughs> percent That's really, really good. Um. Mine might be a little predictable. That's what makes yours so good, Pat Patterson. Um, but yeah, Hans is the MVP. Fucking get an Olympic skater, Luis Mendoza. He could be the best skater. All you got to do is teach him how to stop. That's it, Gordon. Just teach your hockey player to stop. No, I can't do it. But Hans did it. 
I give him Dusty Rhodes. Dusty nice. Rhodes. Nice. Dusty Rhodes is a good one. Right. I mean, let's not forget Cody is my uh, Cody's my Charlie. Bum Bombay is Triple H. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes, Rhodes is telling telling Cody to chill the fuck out. Right. <laughs> He's like, chill the fuck out, bro. Chill the fuck out. Uh, next up we have hmm, who should we? Let's do Russ Taylor. Russ Tyler. Tyler. I always. It's so funny. I'll look at the word Taylor and Tyler, and I always say them wrong, no matter what. It's very weird. Anyway. You know what's funny? and it's Very unrelated, but uh, Jonathan Taylor, yeah, Thomas. the rookie running back for oh. Indianapolis. Yeah. When I first saw that, I had him on my fantasy team, like the first week, I got the notification, Jonathan Taylor touchdown. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest name in the history ever. That is Just- a great name. I was like, this is amazing. Like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a football player. This is the name. Jonathan Taylor touchdown. I'm like, that's just fun to say. That's a good fantasy name, too. Right. It's fun to read. It's fun to say. It's a good fantasy team name. Jonathan Taylor touchdown. All right. So that said, Russ Tyler. (laughs) It's knuckle puck time. Somebody who blows you away, but then you eventually realize every match is exactly the same. And he's basically just a one trick pony. (laughs) With that said, I'm going Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh it's so good that's so funny and accurate <laughs> it, it, you know what's funny that would be more accurate for Fulton a little bit because russ could at least skate and russ tyler is a master of disguise i mean yeah Both but like can't pretend to be a goalie so russ like tyler. yeah but go- russ is also loved at one point not by this podcast at all but right. you know like it just i was th- trying to think of one trick ponies and like i love russ because i love russ's personality but goldberg just kept popping in my head and i was like i'm going goldberg i gotta all right so i'm coming at you with a different take okay Predictably so. Uh, you really, you really shit on Russ Tyler here with the Goldberg. I wrote this the whole thing, and I was like, "Yo, he's gonna be so mad." I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Uh, it's just a difference in opinion. I look at Russ Tyler as a big free agent pickup. Adam Banks goes down with an injury, and they're able to find this this street hockey player who also gives them, a, you know, a, something they were missing. Free agent pickup, known for his trash talking. His mouth is essentially what gets him signed to the Ducks. I went with Eddie Kingston. I like it. Eddie Kingston is my Russ Tyler, my trash talking guy off the streets, solid pickup, free agent. Fucking one trick pony. (laughs) Free agent signing. (laughs) (laughs) One trick pony. Uh, Next up, we have woo, 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 Kenny Woo. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Woo. Zack Ryder. Small. What? Oh, I was like, no, not Zack Ryder. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Okay. Do you remember when, when us and we kept tweeting at him and he's like, no, we do that. Us, Tommy Alaska just kept Tommy tweeting Alaska. at him. We, and we just kept liking it. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He, 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 Zach Ryder, he was like, what are you talking He's like, you need to admit that you stole your catchphrase from Kenny Wu. He legit said, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Which he was literally amazing. was like, yo, why are you? Most people would just block you. But Zach Ryder was genuinely curious. Like, why are you harassing me? Right. Absolutely. Kenny Wu, 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 small in size, doesn't seem to be a threat to the opposite team, but proves himself when teaming with the Bash Brothers over and over again, always Always proving himself, especially when he turns a little bit heel. With that, I'm going Kenta. Kenta. Yep. Kenta. That's a good pick. Thanks. That's a good pick. Yeah, I know. I like it. I picked it myself. So I look at Ricochet. I'm sorry. Kenny Wu. (laughs) Is that who you're picking? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you say? What do you say about Kenny Wu? I look at Kenny Wu as just super talented. This is an Olympic skater. He did all the tricks. He's all flash. He's all sizzle. But really, he's just kind of the only reason they don't look at him as, as you know, a big pick is because of his size. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I, I did go ricochet. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chad Gable. I'm like, you're just describing Chad Gable. You know what? Kenny Wu was actually tough for me. Chad Gable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Chad Gable on this one. I'm, 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 with help I, from Danielle. Woo! I really did not actually want to go Ricochet. I had Evan Bourne as a possibility. I had the Hurricane as a possibility. Kenny Wu was very hard for me, and Louise Mendoza was very hard for me. Still. Like, those two are hard. Yeah. I uh, guess I should go into Louise Mendoza. I don't think Chad Gable or Ricochet are a bad choice. No, I, I, I like Gable for that choice. Um, little, you know, a little badass. He, he, he's... He was definitely the flashy. He's flashy. Yeah, all right, go with Gable. Okay. Yeah, I'm not in love with it, but I go with it. Oh, why? Because it's Wu, Kenny my, was tough. Because it's my pick. No, no, no. Kenny Wu was just tough. So I I'm even, not. I wasn't even in love with my Ricochet pick. Like Kenny Wu was tough. Yeah. Lu- Eventually, I'm gonna one day or, or later today, I'll be dropping my 4 p.m. deuce, and I'll just have a flash. Tajiri should have been my Kenny Wu. Yeah. Yoshitatsu should have been my Kenny Wu. Right. Uh, yeah, I do that all the time. I remember after we do the show, sometimes I'm always like, oh, I should put this person. Um, yeah. Luis Mendoza, super fast, sometimes too fast for his own good. Um, super talented. Uh, I, it, he was so hard for me. I was trying to do a ladies man feel, but I felt like that was only in the third movie. Um, I went Alex Zane because he's extremely fast in the ring. He's super like Offspray was there for a minute for me, Ricochet. But I wanted someone like soup. I mean, he's faster than them. Um, I, yeah, I went Alex Zane. That's a good pick. I like that. It was tough. It was a tough one. All right. So here's how I'm looking at Luis Mendoza. Um, he yeah, he's fast, right? But it's it's all it's all for show. It's all style. In reality, let's be real. Like he was presented to us as this hot shot, big deal signing in D two. All you gotta do, teach him how to stop. He's gonna be your best player. But then we he's getting scholarships to school and he still don't know how to stop. So this is becoming an issue. This is essentially a bad player. You you can't use him on any other set. He can't play defense. What's he doing? Every time they did those drills where they had to do suicides, in my head I'm thinking, okay, well, Luis Mendoza is clearly running into the wall every fucking time and nobody's stopping him. So this is a guy that's, you know, he's flashy, big deal, but in reality it's just not a it, – not, no sizzle. He's not going to last. Chris I went Jergo! Think, uh, no, asshole. Yeah, you gonna how you gonna pee Sorry. on my birthday cake? I'm 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 building up Sorry. to an intro here, and you're just gonna cut I'm out. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Redo. Redo. I'm no, I can't redo. The moment's been ruined. Sin Cara is my pick. <laughs> Sin Cara is a good one. It would have been great had you not tried to sell me the great name of Chris Jericho while I gave the Sin Cara reveal. I love yeah, it. Sin Cara. I, I actually I thought Sin Cara was a decent Louis Mendoza. No, it's right. a good one. It actually fits. Was it hard for you? No, it, Louise it, it, it and was Kenny hard. were hard. It was hard, but I almost feel like Sin, uh, Luis Mendoza and Kenny Wu are similar, just different. Right. And so Sin Cara, for me, once I, I, I did pick Sin Cara for Luis pretty quickly. Hmm. Kenny Wu, I was like, I don't know how to do. And it was to the point where I was almost like, damn, Sin Cara would have made a decent Kenny Wu. But I, I, make, I think he makes a much better Luis. I had Phoenix 
for a minute with Louise Mendoza too. You know those? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I was very, I was very torn. Oh. You know, you know those uh, random movie phrases that you just you quote all the time. Mm-hmm. No one really gets. I say, put it in Louise all the time. Put it in Louise. That is that a random fucking, one. That was the best coaching Bombay did the whole goddamn movie. Bombay is Louise a bum. Dean Portman. Oh, yeah. My my personal favorite. Enforcer, Bash Brother, used as a physical presence on the ice, getting kicked out a few games. I would call him a bad boy or (laughs) a bad guy. I'm going Scott Hall. (laughs) Very, very good. Hey, yo. (laughs) And with Diesel, he's perfect. Right. No, that's very good. I like how you did that. Kind of like an iconic pairing. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Well, as soon as I picked Diesel, I was like, well, obviously Dean Porter, Scott Hall. <laughs> so so here's Portman. here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I in my world, I don't. I, yes. In the second movie, they were a great tag team. The Bash Brothers, they were cool. But then what happened? Portman left him. He didn't stick around. You never know what this guy's going to do. He's a he's a head case. He came back to college or high school for the last game. They probably decided to go to college together, and then he'll bail on that too. Who knows what he's gonna do? You never know where this guy's gonna show up, or what he's gonna do, or what he's gonna say. He's a hothead. He's a loose cannon. He's Scott Steiner. Nice. Big Papa Pump is my team partner. Do you remember who your Fulton Reed was? Test. Test. I didn't put this in. I'm sorry. I was like, oh no, it's blank. And Scott Steiner and Tess were a team briefly, not a not a memorable one, not a one you'd write home. Hey, to they get didn't about. get along at first. That's the important. That's the key. That's true. They didn't get along at first. That's very true. Next yeah. up, uh, uh, we have Dwayne Roberts. Dwayne uh, Robertson. I have Roberts. Are you sure? I thought it was Robert. I'm pretty positive it's Dwayne Robertson, but I could be wrong. I'll, I'll look it up. You 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 do your thing, and I'll look it up. Robertson, my yeah, yeah Dwayne Robertson. Why I know I my shit. I know my mighty dust. You do know your stuff. I do know my Robinson. Dust. Correction. Uh, no. I went. I went low hanging fruit. Uh, kind of taken as a joke, even though he's talented. Cowboy rides a mean steed. I went Adam Page. <laughs> Super low hanging fruit. You know what's funny? I was so close, and I'm almost. I'm actually close to changing my fucking answer. Because, I mean, it is the cowboy, right? Like, we should pick the cowboy of the team. Yeah, you know what? I'm going with it. Okay. I'm going with the cowboy. Uh, But here's my breakdown of Dwayne Robertson. Uh, He's really good. Yeah. He's just too good for his own good i mean they couldn't even trust him he's one of the best puck handlers you've ever seen but they couldn't even trust him for uh, a penalty shot because he's too busy bouncing all over and then they couldn't get it in silliness (laughs) Uh, but but he really he really is good i i damn it yeah i'm I'm switch i'm going with the cowboy jimmy wang yang is my Dwayne Robinson. who did you really do him I originally had Rob Van Dam. <laughs> it's not bad. Like you know, he's like he's really good, but he's also kind of just in his own world. He does his own thing. You don't really care. He's laid back. He, you know, everybody else is ready to fight, and he's just trying to play lasso with his friends. Well, you have till I start announcing the next person. If you want to change it, I have until I post them up to change it. <laughs> yeah, until that. Yeah, as usual. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Julie the Cat Gaffney. She Julie le- the cat. I love her. 
I um, love her. She's so pretty. From Rookie of the Year. Yeah, definitely Rookie of the Year. I noticed that she's not a good actress. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, she's very pretty, and like I love her, and I she's love the character, but like pretty. she's not a good. Yeah. Anyway, um, leaves her home team to play for Team USA. Comes off as a baby face, but when she sticks it to the guys in Iceland, you're like, oh, okay, there's a little bit of a mean streak there. I like it. Uh, she has a little bit of a... And when she goes a little bit heel, she gets respect. Although she doesn't play big... Although she doesn't play... Well, I wrote this whole thing wrong. Although she does big plays, she doesn't even start on the team till the third movie. She's always just the backup for Goldberg. So with that said, I'm going Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Yeah. Julie the Cat. I like it. Yeah. She, you know, she left NXT to play for the, you know, go to the main roster. They weren't really, she was like the, the you know, the shadow of Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey sometimes. Like, she wasn't really going anywhere. And then when she, like, got this mean streak in her, people started noticing her more. And then she became the top dog in the women's division. You know who uh, was also really pretty actress? Um, the girl from Hocus Pocus and Ladybugs. Oh, yeah. What's her name? I don't know her name. I, it's Vanessa Shaw. Why do you know that? Because uh, I just looked it up. I, cause, because well, cause I looked it up because I used to think that they were the same girl. Julia the Cat was, like, I used to think they were the same person. But they're not. Yeah, I could see them being, yeah, I could see them being similar. Like, when I was younger, they looked they looked almost identical to me. That's Clearly yeah, not I can see that. Yeah, clearly not the case. But um, Julie the Cat for me. So here's the thing, man. Julie the Cat is good. She's scary good. Like, she's the best. She's the better option to Goldberg clear as day. Why is she not starting? Why, like, do you have to wait to lose with Goldberg? It's double elimination. It makes no sense. Um, so, yeah, I went with somebody who wants... You know, you're kind of like from the second you see her, you're like, wow, she really is the strongest, the toughest, the fastest, the smartest. Bianca Belair is my Julie the Cat. You love Bianca Belair. Do I? Yeah, you used her already. Did I? Yeah. Is that against the rules? No, because I used Becky Lynch already. I think I used, <laughs> right. I used her for Spice Girl. I, I, I originally had Beth Phoenix as my... Uh, I as originally my... had Ronda Rousey. Ah, yeah, because I was like, well, Julie the Cat is kind of a glamazon. I mean, she's this freak athlete. Right. She's so fast and good, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, last up, we have... She got a little kiss on the cheek from Gunnar Stahl. She did, she did. Gunnar Stahl, who's then in the movie, <laughs> in the movie as a completely different character. Right. Gunnar didn't give her the kiss. Whatever the fuck his name was, Alex or Mike, the fucking yeah. Good job, old. Julie. <laughs> and you're like, do you what? think? Do you think when he got the call saying he was being cast for D three, you think he was scared to tell anyone that he was actually in D two with an accent? Yeah, he probably was just like, I'm just not gonna say anything, and I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna look down. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. They probably filmed it and then was like, oh shit. <laughs> Uh, That's another one where I used to always just say, let's go shake their hands in an Icelandic accent. Yeah. <laughs> let's go shake their hands. It's funny you say that. I was watching um, this YouTube show, Kill Count, you know I watch, and there's a part in Idle Hands, they were reviewing it, and where Seth Green goes, goes, look at me, I'm Leatherface. And he goes, <laughs> and the guy who's hosting goes, and for the next 25 years, I always say that. And I'm like, me too. That's the one thing. Like, anytime yeah. I have a sharp object, I'll be like, look at me, I'm Leatherface. 
<laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> it's always like a obscure. That movie's so bad. It's good. I love that movie. That's a good one. It's so bad. It's a stoner movie, but it's so good. Like it's just yeah. It's... My appreciation for it. Yeah, I do love yeah random random quotes in movies that you just find absolutely hysterical. I constantly do. I do that all the time. Mine. Is, another one is from Heavyweights. Uh, I always say, "Do it to it, Lars." Oh yeah, I know you always say that. There's another. But nobody like but you. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I always um I always do um that was the sound of a tool shed falling down the stairs. I always say that and nobody ever knows that reference. I don't know it either. Home Alone. Remember when he leans against the thing and then the Oh shit. <laughs> And he's like, what's that sound? And he's like, that was the sound of a tool <laughs> falling down the stairs. I, I all- recognize the quote because your nose is supposed to be pointing left. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, it's just so. <laughs> there's another one. There's a but We cannot do a whole podcast on like random quotes I just always say and nobody oh ever my gets God, them. We should. <laughs> we definitely should. Anyway, we digress. Last up, we got Adam Banks. Oh, yeah. Banksy boy, cake eater. Came over from the enemy. Everyone was suspicious of him. Eventually, his talent wins, wins out, <laughs> and he proves to be. I a, know you're picking he proves, that. Good to pick. be, he proves to be a top guy, and he does it twice. Twice he goes to enemy territory. <laughs> With that said, I'm going Chris Jericho. <laughs> I knew it. The, you don't understand. It took me a millisecond to pick Jericho as Adam Banks. When I started doing this, I sat down at the computer. The first person I did, I was like, Jericho. I was like, Adam Banks, Jericho. <laughs> so, you know what's funny? He's it perfect. was one of those things where I was like, if she, if I pick, and I think every week now when I'm doing the draft, I sit down, I'm like, if I pick Chris Jericho, Danielle's going to kill me. But for Adam Banks, I was like, Jericho, it could be. Jericho is the perfect for. Adam Banks. I also, the- I almost went AJ Styles with it also. Okay. Yeah, but for, like. For, for that whole like enemy coming in. Yeah, but, but like Jericho enemy twice. <laughs> with this, I went. I went less of the enemy coming in and more of just looking at what Adam Banks is for the the team. Cake eater. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just the best. Is he the star of the movie? No. But, like, if you told me that they were giving Mighty Ducks a show following one of them now that they've made the pros, I'd be like, oh, shit, Adam Banks is getting his own show. And if you told me that person was actually Charlie, I'd be like, oh, well, at least we're definitely going to get an Adam Banks cameo because you know he made the pros. Right. I'd probably get excited for a Jesse Hall cameo, too, because I could see him like being also in the pros somewhere. Right. Maybe a trainer. But I digress. As usual. Adam Banks doesn't put it he, he doesn't really it's not like he's really he just effortlessly glides up the card though you know it was like he was born this good there there's adam banks and there's everyone else he's the best randy orton is my adam banks randy orton is my cake eater okay he, he kind of just i mean randy orton has a little bit too much of a heelish personality for me like I, I i was this one was a little tougher i almost gave it to a few other people and at the end of the day randy orton is a bit different than what uh, the adam bank should be but i look at randy orton as a guy who was just really so good and, to, and he makes it look effortless and it's like no matter even if john cena it was john cena's movie but randy orton was the best and so I think Charlie Conway, it was his movie. It was even Gordon Bombay's movie. But Adam Banks, hands down, is the is the greatest hockey player either of them have ever seen. I like it. I appreciate that when I start describing people, you know exactly who I'm picking. That makes me happy. 
<laughs> so, so sometimes, not all the time. They, there are sometimes where I think I know what you're picking, and then I'll be absolutely wrong. Right. But, well, but like the Chris Jericho was perfect. That one was hilarious. And was like, and it was perfect. I thought. No, you know who I almost did uh, for for Adam Banks just because I thought it was really funny, and and it does also makes a lot of sense. My cake eater almost was Roman Reigns. Interesting. Because like once again, I just think he's he's effortlessly good, and like you know he's and just he gets he's shit. Always, yeah, it's like Adam Banks didn't try out for varsity, but they just put him varsity. Roman Reigns didn't put in the application to main event WrestleMania like five years in a row. It just happened. Right. They right. just kept saying, "Yeah, bro, we're putting you on varsity." Yeah. Oh, I'm sad we're not doing Mighty Ducks anymore. Hey, you you wanna you you wanna go Scrubs edition? We can go um, Peter and just Juicy Smoulie and. Uh... I mean, we don't have to do that now. You want to do it right now? I can't. No, try. absolutely not. I was like, I can't describe things right I now. I don't even want to do that in general. I was totally joking. Juicy Smoulie doesn't deserve a you know. Why do you call him Juicy? Is that how you pronounce it? No. Oh, you never saw Dave Chappelle's comedy act? No, you always say this to me, and I don't get the reference. Well, Dave, Dave Chappelle did... So, back when Jesse Smollett did that thing where he, like, pretended to get jumped or whatever the hell that thing was. Mm-hmm. So, Chappelle referenced it in his comedy routine. But um... he never says it by name. He just constantly goes on about this French artist called Juicy Smollett, and he's talking about oh. him, but that's just what he... And so, it's just one of those things where he just said the name wrong on purpose, and I found fucking hysterical well it's hysterical now that you told me but like when i was listening i was like am i pronouncing his name wrong no i didn't know that you didn't get the reference i'm sorry yeah juicy (laughs) he's like hell juicy right if we did juicy if we did all of them we would definitely have to include jesse and uh uh jesse no 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 we would have to do their dad Oh, the jesse's dad charlie's mom no but definitely their dad he's hans's brother What's Hans's brother's name? Franz. Franz. Where are they from? I don't know. I'm quizzing you. I, 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 I knew that I knew his brother's I'm name. I'm pretty sure they're Scandinavian, right? Because he says, I'm like, Hans, Franz, pepper and eggs or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And then we would have to do Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Mr. Mr. Fuck Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> We could do Bombay's limo driver though. He he had a he, he did more for the team than Bombay that did. That poor guy. Yeah, especially in the first one. And then we have to Dropping do on we, the have ice. To, we have to do Russ's brother too. Oh, Russ's brother, another guy who was a better coach than Bombay. <laughs> Cuz Bombay is a bum. Go USA. Go you USA. <laughs> After he teaches Kenny to how to beat people up, Kenny gets into a fight and does it. And then you see Russ Tyler's brother and says, I taught him that. Yeah, I know, man. Fun fact that, yeah, I know, man. He was a lost boy in Hook. Was he? Yeah, but I, I didn't you, know that. I told you Dean Portman was married to Dina Menzel. You mean Adina Menzel? Yeah, that woman. Yeah. She was, you know who else was married to her? Tay Dix. <laughs> yes, I do know that. That's crazy. I did not know that. Dean Portman was my super crush for a while. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, he's sexy. I remember before I saw the movie D3, they had four people from Mighty Ducks host TGIF to promote the movie, and Dean Portman was one of them. And then I'm sitting there in the movie theater watching D3, and Dean Portman like isn't in it. And then when he shows up, I like, wasn't surprised at all because the whole movie, I'm waiting. I knew he was coming. Right. Like, I'm waiting for it. It's like, okay. Well, that seems like bad judgment on their part. That's bad promotional. Like, don't, if, if you're keeping him as a surprise, then, you know, give me someone else promoting it. Right. Right. Just doesn't make give sense. Give me Julie the Cat. 
Yeah, someone we like like. Yeah, I like like Julie the cat. That was creepy. But next week we're gonna have a special guest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a special guest, and we're gonna be drafting a football team. Yeah, put me in, coach. I can, I can do it. Yeah, and we're gonna talk like that the entire episode. Yeah, we're gonna talk just like this, Ex- and we can continue to refer to wrestlers by the names of their female counterparts, and by counterpart, I mean relationships. And by relationships, I mean doing the hippity-dippity. I mean buttering your bread. Anything I say with this voice is creepy. You sound like Beetlejuice. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like Beetlejuice. You sound like Beetlejuice. Yo, you sound like Beetlejuice when he, like, is, like, talking and he's like, come on, just say my name and this. And he's, like, he's saying all this stuff and he's talking very low. And then all of a sudden he turns around, there's the whorehouse. And he's, like, and he, like, licks his hands and, like, slicks his hair back. And then he goes to the whorehouse. That's what you sounded like. I was like, I was like, why is Brady sounding like Beetlejuice? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Guys, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Heel Marks. We are on Facebook, Heel Marks, a wrestling podcast. We are on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to your podcast. If you don't already, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff to help us creep up the charts. We're on ProWrestlingTees.com. Christmas is coming up. Buy our shit. We got puppies. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And remember, guys, we're not just smart marks, we're heel marks. Uh, uh, uh.